today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Let's look at the United States and just be glad it's not us. I don't know. Uh, it seems to be, uh, of course, uh, a never-ending reality show uh, watching uh, President-elect Trump as he gets ready to uh, take office. Uh, in the latest headline, he has chosen Rex Tillerson, who is the uh, Exxon Mobil, uh, sorry, who is with CEO with Exxon Mobile, Mobile, uh, is now Secretary of State or is hoping to be Secretary of State. It's not quite that easy. To talk more about all of this, Michael Tobe is with us, columnist uh, and a former ste- uh, Harper, a former speechwriter for Stephen Harper, and he is with us now. Hello, Michael. How are you today? I'm well, Scott. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We uh, greatly appreciate this. Let's start. Sure. Let's start with uh, talking about uh, Rex Tillerson and his uh, Donald Trump's choice for uh, sec- Secretary of State. Is this politics? Is this a good choice from where you sit? You know, I'm actually debating it in my own mind right now. I- I'm not opposed, obviously, to Mr. Tillerson, who has been active in Republican politics for many, many years, and so he's not a complete newbie, which is actually good in one sense. The problem is that when the Secretary of State position was originally mentioned, the front-runner names typically were people that most people, even if you're not a, a regular politics watcher like you, I, and others, would know who they are. That includes Mitt Romney, John Bolton, and others. Experienced people, either in politics or outside in the academic world, who understand the importance of being a Secretary of State and the give and take that's involved when you're dealing with foreign countries. Now, Mr. Tillerson, who's on the business side of things, certainly understands it to some degree, having been a businessman, and he has ties, say, to Russia, which are obviously very important for the Trump administration, who, for better or for worse, wants to improve relations with Vladimir Putin, the Russian premier. But in the same sense, Mr. Tillerson really does not have an enormous amount of day-to-day experience in politics in general. Being on the Republican Party side and helping in terms of fundraising, advising, etc., certainly counts for something. No one's questioning that. But it's very, very different than, say, Mitt Romney, who ran for the, uh, the uh, GOP during the 2012 presidential election, someone who's actually been involved in the system for many, many years through Massachusetts, where he was the governor there, to a person who certainly understands politics and, as I said before, the give and take of dealing with a foreign country. Mr. Tillerson may surprise us all and actually have that skill set that's needed in a position like Secretary of State, which is sort of a, shall we say, a third, a third wheel in the spoke in terms of how to deal with the leader of your country, the President of the United States, and the leader of a foreign country, and try to sort of build consensus. And if it works that well, that's great. I'm just not sure that necessarily, when you look at the entire pool of talent that Donald Trump had to pick from, that this was the best choice. Uh, Obviously, when it comes to the coziness with Russia, some are questioning that. Um, uh, At the end of the day, does America know whether it wants to be friends with Russia or it does not want to be friends with Russia? What is the future of that relationship? Does anybody know what they want it to be? I, you know what, I don't think anyone knows what Donald Trump at times wants exactly, so it's kind of hard to tell. But I think what, what we're sort of getting the inkling of right now, I think this is the part that's actually quite obvious, is that Donald Trump wants to improve relations with Russia because he sees it as a benefit in terms of not just international affairs, but also in terms of safety and security when there are nations that obviously want to attack us one way or the other. The problem, obviously, again 
as most people know about Vladimir Putin's Russia, is that Putin basically just runs it with an iron fist. He doesn't really care about international relations and negotiations. He doesn't form friendships, or very rarely. And he just basically does things his way, or, and if you don't like it, well, then you go on the highway pretty fast. That's the way he operates. Now, Donald Trump may sort of be a similar type leader as well when he becomes president next month on January 20th. And if that's the case, maybe the two of them can sort of see eye to eye on ways to manage the nations, to build better international relations, and perhaps there are going to be business opportunities that will be built between the U.S. and Russia. There are certainly lots of opportunities there to do things. It's just the problem is that Russia has been an incredibly difficult country to deal with in general. You could certainly ask former Prime Minister Stephen Harper, my old boss and friend, who actually knows that quite, quite up front. But, and we certainly saw that during the battle that, or some of the conflicts that Russia's had in recent years with the Ukraine, for example, which in, involved some fighting, and obviously when they took over the Crimea. But it's, again, Donald Trump basically is going to try to manage things, Scott, his own way. And he doesn't follow any conventional means. The traditional political playbook, as I've told you many times, has been thrown out the window with this man. He does things basically following his gut as he sees it and what he feels is the best way to improve things or enhance relations with other people, individuals, nations, etc. And that's how he's going to operate things with Russia, for better or for worse, I think. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.